All right, going to be changing tank to Tanda Banana, standing by the room dividers uh, coming through from Port Elizabeth. Good evening, Mr. Banana. Good evening, Rob. Once again to the family at large. You're keeping strong, sir? Very strong. Any developments since we spoke um, 48 hours ago regarding Dion David? Rob, what I can say is, uh, first and foremost, you know, uh, it always gets interesting uh, when you come up with... Uh, uh, these type of news where people uh, all of a sudden uh, they pay for your blood because uh, you are announcing uh, to the uh, larger South Africa of what is happening behind doors and I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not one uh, that pulls out uh, because I stand my ground you know uh, I remember uh, Dr. Martin Luther King when he once said life most pers persistent and urgent question what are you doing for others? And I firmly believe uh, that's where I am at this moment. If one looks at what currently happened over the last couple of weeks with regard to Dion Davids and how he, uh, he was all of a sudden going to be kicked out of uh, the running as the head coach of the Southern King, it was not something that I took very lightly, knowing very well what the guy has been up to, which I just briefly did point out uh, on Tuesday, Rob, when we had our chat. But most importantly is the manner that this thing uh, was handled. In fact, many people, in fact, uh, uh, are sort of now looked as if they have betrayed uh, the consortium by uh, giving me uh, these news, you know. So you find that uh, it's just... Uh, uh, them asking who who gave me the that information that information is well kept within my writers uh, sources that I do have remember this story was not only broken by me on Tuesday Rob it was already out in the uh, weekend papers uh, unfortunately when I put it out there uh, with a little bit of uh, if one can put a little bit of source of what transpired on on Friday that uh, uh, Dion Davids had met um, uh, the the chairman of the consortium and th that's when he was given the offer uh, to have him out or a buyout uh, that he should uh, you know uh, recuse himself he must look and talk to his people and think about it and they will meet on Wednesday where a decision uh, had already been made but it was up to the coach to then make that decision that did not come from the coach I've never seen him for the last two weeks for example but for me it was a matter of coming in and just saying this is how our people are treated and it's not right in any any uh, sense Rob if you look and I take you back here where in 2016 this is the guy that came to PE on the 4th of January 2016 where he had to assemble a team uh, that was about to play super rugby and uh, he was just six weeks away from that competition and uh, guess what as much as people wanted him to fail he never ended last on the log of that Super Rugby in 2017, yet he performed much better than previous coaches. If I were to put a name, Henneke Meyer, you look at Nolis Mare in his first season under having players that were not really recognized, no pre-season, no off-season, just straight in and thrown into the spanner work and uh, was assisted at the time by the Moby Clinic, which uh, Rasi Erasmus was still in charge of before he left for Munster. But in 2017, things took a big change. Why, Rob? Because he had enough time then to sit around and have an off-season and have a pre-season and build from the players that he had in 2016 into the year 2017. And those players, what did they do, Rob? If you look that the preparation they campaigned started in November, you know, it was followed by a 14-week 
uh, pre-season mm. uh, for that uh, over four phases. Those for me are quite critical stuff because if you look uh, at that stage, I was heavily involved at the time. I still remember that I was still following the Kings quite at large because I saw and believed there was something special coming within the group. They then lost Mzwandile Stick who was uh, selected by Alistair Kutsi. In came Vuyo Zanga in that uh, coaching department as well. They had a lot of guys. Dave Williams, in fact, uh, you know, uh, where in 2018 left for Cheetahs is now at the Sharks. He was involved. But most importantly, they won six out of 15 Super Rugby games. Uh, that is, uh, if you can really look at the big improvement from winning two in 2016. In 2017, he won six out of the 15, and he produced uh, four players. At that stage, it was Lionel Cronier, Makazole Mapimbo, Andy Sanzilla, Chris Clouty into the SAA squad, and, uh, and uh, that played against the French Barbarians. If one also looks, uh, Lionel Cronier was also invited to the Springbok training camp. This was a guy that had something special in 2017. He beat the Sharks at home in PE. In fact, if also you look uh, they ended third best a South African team in that competition so the history then goes on up until the bad news that Southern Kings as well as the Cheetahs were going to be taken out of the the Southern Kings they would fall off obviously they then went to Pro 14 what happens then Rob he loses Vuyozana in comes Tomani Boy. He loses Dave Williams, uh, uh, the general attack skills at the time. Baron Peterson, who only lasted for a couple of months before he went to Japan, meaning that he had uh, uh, no forward coach at the time. So things took a different uh, change. Uh, he went on to a competition which was unknown to many South Africans, the Pro 14 as it was, uh, without any experience of what he had just the previous season in Super Rugby, because those players had all disappeared and all left. The Lionel Croniers, Makazole Mapimpi, for example, went to Cheetahs. Uh, Clouty went to Chris Clouty, went to Munster in Ireland and so forth and so on. So a lot of those players went through. It meant that he had to then also work with a skeleton staff uh, for him to really start afresh. In just three years, juxtapose Rob, you know, from being working aside in 2016 to really achieving what many people didn't see him achieving in 2017. Then he drops and starts again. And then you find out that, uh, you know, with the new uh, change of guard, uh, you know, uh, in, 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 in the stands, uh, already mm -hmm. uh, talk of change, uh, a lot of pressure on the guy. Yes, Rob. Uh, but, 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 but sucks. I was, was going to say, before we get to the next phase of the discussion, uh, Mr. Manana, let's just quickly pause for... public opinion are they empowering and setting the rugby agenda Do not forget where your history south africa is the enemy's desire is to try and erase it Welcome, you're with The Room Dividers. David Mkandawiri in the streets, regardless of what the weather conditions are, he's got no shelter. Sample in Kempton Park. I'm the one that also has seen him under the R21 bridge. I always walk on that bridge every day. So I always give that guy 10 runs. If I get the money, I give him the money. He always knows that when I pass him, I will give him the money. But on the newspaper, I also saw that Sendai Indore and the Isram Yandore, they're trying to do something for him. It makes me happy because now but uh, something to eat, oh, something better. Mama, you, you know what? What you've done is something I can 
commend you for because you were also just reaching out without even knowing the person. That, I must say, is step number one, that you saw a human being and you reached out and you dug into your pockets and you helped because of his condition and his situation. And I applaud you for that. We, we will certainly try and we will give you feedback in terms of what happens moving forward. Setting the agenda. Our people need to be included. Factual. Are there any black CEOs? Calculating. Am I on? Loud and clear. Hey, you normally close the tabs, right? Transformation leaders. Have they been transformed? Statisticians. Are they assisting in transformation in this country? Robust debaters. Transformation, what, what? Fearless. These guys will actually make the Springbok stronger. And most importantly, they are the room dividers. Give the man. Everyone's allowed his peace. Give the man his And don't forget that 0605842250 is the WhatsApp voice note number as we are in conversation uh, with our room divider, Tanda Manana, uh, who is joining us from our Port Elizabeth studios. He is the Madiba's Rugby Club president, a former Springbok, a junior Springbok, a Bulls and Krikwas flank forward, and also SABC Sport Rugby analyst. And we have always the pleasure uh, to indulge in conversation and also just enlightening us about some of the developments behind the scenes uh, when it comes to rugby, he'd been painting the picture around what was going on uh, with uh, Dion Davids, yeah. uh, the delay in the announcement of the sacking. Why do you think all of a sudden there, there's this change of direction? Because it, it seemed pointed, Tando, at some point in terms of this is where we're going. It is going to happen. Now it's taking time. Rob, it's not only about taking time. It's uh, the, the pressure that was put from Tuesday, if you remember, uh, what we put out there uh, spread across the country the reaction yes uh, remember that was meant to be a, a silent assassin of some type uh, you know where we just uh, get a press release uh, which those are things for example that uh, you know it's very important that any federation should be open to the media because you know a, a lot of people gets affected I mean, uh, if, if you think then the change of stance, whatever, nothing was said. Uh, what we heard later on in that day, there was a press release uh, just confirming uh, that, yes, they were in talks uh, with uh, Dion Davids uh, at this stage with regard to his future. And that was all uh, a matter of uh, trying to, to, to sort of uh, try and just brush aside what was put there early on in, in, uh, on the day of that Tuesday morning, uh, Tuesday afternoon. So we found Wednesday nothing happened. Things maybe have been postponed for now, uh, you know. Uh, uh, that, that's because of, of what media can do as well. Because for me, it's also very important that you don't become or you are reactive. Uh, you, they have to at any point, and I'm talking here, Rob, I'm talking the, the consortium, the reactive, not proactive. For me, that was very much needed. Because if you look at the scenario on what grounds, uh, the guy's got a year to go. Uh, we've been supporting him. We know the challenges that he's been going through. It's there. It's well documented. In fact, Rob, at, at some point or the other, I, I, I happen to, to, to assist and, and, and let the two parties meet for the first time. Uh, because, you know, I, I thought in good faith, 
uh, that the consortium is coming and coming to make sure that, you know, uh, the southern kings go on the right direction. Little did I know uh, that, uh, you know, two days ago, uh, you know, the coach would be on his way out on a Wednesday, which hasn't happened yet because of the amount of pressure that they see themselves in. Even me getting phone calls uh, of saying that, uh, you know, because of the role that I'm playing with the Eastern Province uh, as a team manager, it's got nothing to do with what is happening. What I'm concerned about is I'm concerned about the livelihood of the players that I did put forward to you that won't be part of this and also how it's done. The system is not right. I cannot be part of any consortium or any Southern Kings uh, partnership, myself included. And I'm speaking here on a personal level there where I see what is happening. If you look, for example, was it considered that Dion Davids just before this season, uh, his preseason started with 20 to 25 players to prepare for this year? Uh, at the same time, Rob, you talk of this year, what happened? They beat Glasgow. Uh, this happened all in, at, at NMU, where I was also present. They beat a side uh, that was well coached by Dave Rennis, the New Zealander himself. And also they toppled, uh, at the time it was the Scottish uh, top team uh, that is in Edinburgh. So yeah. for me, that concerned me that you look at what he had before the start of the season. You, would, you look at what he then tried to achieve as he went along. Because before the start of the season, more players, two weeks before in fact, more players started to come in. And for me, that is worrying some. Now you had an ideal opportunity, the season is finished the guy has got a year to go give him all the right tools give him all the right ammunition to then look at what he can he produce 2017 you are incoming can the guy do it for you and and obviously the the, the answer was last week friday no he can't do he's yeah. got to step aside but then who's doing the cleaning mr banana i know that speculatively there had been a, a hand behind it it can't just be a collective uh, somebody's going to be there somebody's going to be conducting this whole thing do we know who that person is rob we should know uh, i think at the announcement when the consortium uh, announced officially that they've been taking charge uh, they did make a couple of announcements uh, one of those announcements was uh, robbie campson would come in as the uh, a guy coming in to for the high performance manager role uh, where he's responsible for the recruitment uh, of getting uh, players into and also trying to get the best that's out there at that stage there was uh, nothing said about Dion Davids luckily Rob I, I, I was I was in attendance uh, happening at the Nelson Mandela Bay Stadium I was there I listened I recorded and I listened to what was said uh, attent attentively uh, at that stage so no mention was made of there will be personnel changes within the coaching staff yes there was mention that there will be recruitment drive going ahead but the change of of things so suddenly happened whereby i'm thinking the the chairman of the board uh, surely surely uh, he's he's involved but then certainly he's listening to other people uh, whether it's robbie kempson alone i don't know uh, whether there's the other person that they listen to for these major changes for example if you look at a guy like bian Bosson, bian Bosson for me was one of their main uh, players uh, just this season he does not have a contract mm. he's had to go back to kimberley to his family rob where the guy was going to bring his family down but unfortunately was told that his contract will not be renewed on what base on the base that he is old hmm. right if he's old he then put a question 
uh, to the high performance manager, if I'm old, why don't you then drop me and put the youngster in my place? That did not happen. He went on to play the full season, Rob. If you look also at the amount of, uh, you know, of the other players, uh, a guy like, for example, uh, Toy Banda, sixth on the points uh, scorer in all the competition uh, in, in Pro 14. He's also said to not uh, be regarded as someone that they will keep for next year. Fine. If you don't keep, what are the reasons? Because all of a sudden, if if change and of about 20 players, uh, you're going to get rid, rid of 20 players, then who is replacing those players? And, and that's the big question. What have they done wrong? Because here you're talking about the livelihood. And we cannot keep quiet. We cannot be silent. Mm. You know, the time is always right to do what is right. We cannot be silent and, and, and accept that players will just be dropped when they came here to also uh, make sure that they add in the numbers, they add value to the side. Now, all of a sudden, they're not deemed good enough. They're not been given enough opportunity for them to do so. Because first and foremost, you've got to, uh, the fundamentals of rugby, you've got to make sure that you keep, uh, you know, the most of what you have and then you bring in the others and work around because most some of the players have been working with Dion they know what his ethos is if he's the coach but then if the coach is is first to go then for me it's a big problem and you know what the the one thing about what I noticed is that with the 90% of the black players being released here uh, Mr. Manana is not to say that it is by mistake that it's happening I'm sure there is a reason and it's not to say that we are zooming into the race issue because we deem it fit, but it is what it is. And you can't run away from that fact. And you can't run away from the fact that all of them now just deserve to be released en masse like that because they're not very good players. Rob, it's not only black players. Predominantly, yes, it's black players. As Stephen Defet is a white uh, player that is in the side. Burton Clarkson, Rob, played his uh, 50th plus for the Kings, performed well. Uh, I think, you know, he missed one or two games. He, he's been exceptional, Rob, when he came back. You know, that type of a player we, we just let go for no apparent reason. He goes. Uh, you know, you, you, you look at Andy Sanzila. Andy Sanzila, what has he done wrong, Rob? You know, this is the guy that was playing for NMU Varsity Cup, was then dropped, suddenly dropped because of an influence from the outside that is not good enough. But what did Andy Sanzilla do? He got an opportunity because a guy like Dion Davids remembered and knows what an Andy Sanzilla can offer, brought him to, to the Kings, gave him an opportunity. He shone uh, above everything. He became an SAA player. He got an offer from the Lions, which he refused, Rob. Mm. He refused. It was put on the table. But he was convinced to stay with the kings but it was, it was a loyalty now? thing as well it's wasn't the loyalty it? that yeah. they had that they showed and these are the things that i'm saying were those things considered why Never. must those players all of a sudden be dumped yes what did they do did they do any sacrifice for the kings yes they did because i'm quite sure that andis ancilla would have been would have made his name uh, with the lions outfit would have been running there in johannesburg making a name for himself in the super rugby competition because he was coached by johan ackerman in the SAA side, Johan Ackerman offered him that opportunity to go to the Lions, which, because he had loyalties in the Southern Kings, he decided to stay behind. And also, he was injured for the preseason because he got an injury that, for him, it did not start off well, but later on came back after the injury setback. You look at a guy like Ulubabalo Mchanda, for example, from the Sharks, came here, decided to stay, extended his contract. He won't have a contract after June. You look at Ndabe Dukisa, Michael Makasi, 
Martin, uh, Dutoit. You look at Yuri Van Fieren. Those are not African players. Yeah. Those are mixed players that have done it all, uh, Rob, for me. Those are critical issues that if we allow uh, that, then certainly it's not something that we should take lightly because a lot of people will be out work come end of June. Let me quickly roll across here, and, and obviously people can feel free to call us anytime, 089 uh, Any of the issues that we're discussing here with uh, Tanda Manana on the room dividers, uh, please feel free to call through and be a part of it. And like they always say, though, Tanda, that all good things come to an end. And uh, it, it seems to be the case that the Bulls, uh, players yep. uh, looking for a bit of green, Abroad, if you want to put it that way, uh, yeah. creating opportunities as well for those who are staying behind. And it looks like two more Springboks are going to be leaving the balls at the end of the current season. Rob, I don't know what is happening there. If you remember, Zandri van Rensberg was the first also, one of the early uh, guys to exit the Bulls and then uh, some of them, you look at Archies Neyman, he's gone, Henry Pollard uh, he's also gone to the Bulls but then the big news, Monestein comes back, what about Mani Libok? Uh, if you look, what happens then to the youngster? I mean, you've invested so much uh, to Mani Libok where he's played second fiddle uh, uh, to, to Henry Pollard. Now all of a sudden you bring uh, you know, Morneistein, 34 years of age, coming in to add more into his pension funds and then what happens to the youngsters? That is why for me it's so critical that should things uh, like this start happening if if these players had proper agents that looked uh, for their interest then they should immediately ship them away from such a union because the boy is going to be demoralized and i'm just talking about a player like Mani libok because he's been waiting in the wings we know what he can do and we know what he brings to the party as well but unfortunately monestein is back they're going to compete for the number 10 jersey but are they looking at giving in the youngsters opportunities the experience that is needed so too if you looked at also the other situation you know uh, where you find that most of the other players were not given. In fact, the Bulls let off a lot of these players uh, because they could not afford uh, to keep them in their books. And for me, that is important. You look at Lua Diaga, he's gone. Mm. Jesse Creel, he's gone, Rob Marawa. Which means the Bulls, it's an ideal opportunity to blood then the next in line for them to make sure that they preserve uh, that Bulls uh, culture, that Bulls heritage of giving the youngsters opportunities and making them shine so that they can also make it in top flight rugby. But then when you start bringing in players like uh, Monestate, what are you saying to the money Libox? What are you going to say at the, at the conclusion of the Super Rugby that, look, we're bringing in because we feel he's already worked with Henry Pollard. He's already taken a lot from Henry Pollard. So what, what more is he going to take again, going to just drop down and start learning again from Monestate, which means he'll forever be learning. He can never do things on his own. And that for me is a critical thing that is being allowed at these unions. Players, uh, you know, when they feel they've got big contracts, they leave. But then you've got to start bringing in the youngsters. A lot of people are saying, yes, it's the pounds. Yes, it's the euros. But we've got enough talent to make sure that they take over. Uh, the system. I mean, if you look at, at the Sharks, for example, they're losing all the Dupre brothers. Good. Who's yeah. next in line? You've got, uh, you, you've got a lot of those players. The Tyler Pauls, they're still there. You look at Umajola, they're still there. So those are the players that are remaining faithful to that union. Give them everything for them to be, com to be able to compete. The New Zealand sides, yes, they lose some of the players, but they also bring in a lot of youngsters, uh, you know, to the fore and for them to sort of make a name uh, for themselves. You look at 
Reese, for example, from Crusaders. He's now touted uh, to be also in line for selection for the World Cup because of the performance that is done. I mean, there's only two non-all-black players in the Crusader side that will play against uh, the Stormer side, but one of them could also become an all-black because he was given that opportunity to play at the highest level and to prove his worth and his talent across the southern uh, region area of Super Rugby competition, and he's done exceptionally well. Why not in South Africa? Why do we have to sort of all of a sudden make sure our players suffer and not give them opportunities to really express and also play the game that they love so much? They've left everything. They've left home. They've left their families. They've left a lot of support system. And then when they get there, things change for the worse for, for some, Rob. Yes, you've got to compete. Yes, sport is a competition. I mean, it's a very competitive for those players. They do understand. But what they cry for is the opportunities. And once again, I'm not even going back to the Dion David saga sure. where you find a guy uh, Franco Smith has been given an opportunity Rob to coach Italy to 2023 there's an, uh, an opportunity that is open there now I'm thinking at the back of the, my mind should a guy like Dion Davids get that opportunity to coach the Cheetahs, he will come to a professional setup. He will have everything at his disposal, the talent, uh, the remainder of the squad. What, what can he bring out of that Cheetah side? He'll bring uh, a lot of success because he's a very, very well-traveled and also very experienced coach. Uh, if you look at uh, where he comes from to where he is currently at this stage. So for me, that's quite critical of a point that I'm making. It's not a matter of us coming to discuss. We're discussing also the, the unfairness of our people, Rob. Uh, the unfairness that if you start making a noise and you start opening, uh, you become a critique. Uh, you you are labelled uh, in this as if you can't say anything that is wrong. They only uh, have the right to to to, to make uh, choices uh, over people's uh, you know well-being, and that for me should not be something that should be taken very lightly. It should be taken very seriously going forward. And and I was going to ask you though because when I look at the growth, especially around Japan. And that is where somebody like Creel is going to be going to. He's going to be going to join uh, Canon Eagles, from my understanding. You've got uh, Archie Sneiman moving to the uh, Japanese club as well, Honda Heat. Is, is that about the fact that our currency has become as weak as it is and the fact that the rugby in those regions has become stronger to attract the quality that we have uh, that we're going to be exporting in, this, in, in these numbers? Rob, if you look... And I want to say this, uh, and let's talk about the bulls. If, if you look at the bulls in terms of monetary value, they attract sponsors, Rob. You look at what Vodacom did. They gave them 90 million. That's besides the Isuzu. That's besides the Agri, uh, uh, on the side, the uh, Agri sponsorship. That's, that's besides all the other uh, uh, partnerships that they, they, they do acquire. So, yes, the financial... Uh, bank or muscle is there uh, well some of them they they go for more but you know it's not it's not about money for other franchises they do even get uh, money grant money from Saro so if you were to add what they get they also get money for being taking part in the in the franchise as well yeah. because ev every franchise does get a bit of share of the TV rights money across the board and also the sponsorship you have to make sure that you get sponsorship but then some of some of the players could be earning as, as much as they will be earning 
in Japan. But it's just also some of the players maybe are not happy uh, with the system. But then make sure that you, you, you bring in more and you attract more to come so that if there are players again next year that will leave for the Japan. Because for me, what Japan is doing is what England did uh, a couple of years ago. Up until they said, look, our rugby is suffering with us bringing uh, these overseas players through as well to play for them. So let's rather have a, a quota where we say only a number uh, of, of, of foreigners can play in our league in, in, in a club structure. And that sort of then uh, made sure England uh, can have enough and produce a lot of those players. The Maro Itojes of these worlds were given those opportunities because they come from the academy of the England and they were well watched and well nourished for them to perform. And they've done so. Uh, where you see him as early age of 21, he's become a British and Irish Lions player because he's been monitored, he's been earmarked for bigger things, and he's from England. Uh, you know, so they're more worried about that. Yes, Japan, yes, it's a growing country, but also the Sun Wolves will not be taking part uh, in Super Rugby, then what? Uh, you know, are they trying to sort of uh, bring in all the other players they're bringing from New Zealand, from Australia? That is fine. But South Africa still has enough money to make sure that they keep uh, the talent that will be playing in this competition, namely the Super Rugby as well as the Pro 14. Mm. You've never finished on time like you're finishing on time before, Mr. Manan. This it's is a record. It's because... I had prepared well enough since Tuesday to now. You know what? Your preparation is the most beautiful thing about what you do. And it tells. And it shows. And we really appreciate it, Mr. Manana. I believe that we've got a, a full table again next week uh, that we will be dishing out. Um, obviously disturbing regarding what's happening at King's. Um, but we will take it a different direction. I don't want to spoil it. So we, we meet next week. Yeah? You happy with Rob, that? Rob, I'm very happy. Just for me, very important. Our lives begin to end the day we become silent Nazo. about things that matter. And, and this thing for, for me, it did matter. It did matter. Let, if, if he's to go, let him go on his own accord. Let him finish off because it would not be fair the way he, he, was, he was about to be kicked out. That I would not even yeah. allowed to anyone. Rob, not only Dion Davids, but anyone who was in that position that he was in. For me, many people uh, would never have stayed, but he stayed with us, Rob, since mm. 2016. He stayed for, and, and that for me is something that, uh, that is really, really uh, uh, crucial here. Is if he goes, if he's recruited, well, so, so be it. But mm. for me, it's very important that we should not keep quiet when our people are hurting, our people yeah. are being treated the way they've been treated. No, and, and, and it happens. And, and usually, it's also our people on our people syndrome. And that is why till today, I believe in recent time, one of my biggest heroes on anything that has been done in South Africa has still got to be Ashwin Willemse. I think we have not spoken to him. Yes. We will still speak to him. Uh, but I think that he needs and deserves a platform where he could be thanked. Hmm. Uh, because if somebody has got a a spine and somebody has got the guts and the belief in all that he does and says like peter de villiers would also have i respect those people regardless of the outcome there are many weak people who hold positions and have absolutely no say they get told what to do mm. those i call cowards with the capital c and we see them around and they loiter they have these positions they get given opportunities and they parade as if they are big things but they are nothing because yes. they carry no material 
within them that brings about authority. They got nothing. But, Mr. Manan. Yes, Rob. We're going to chat off there. Thank you so much. Thanks to you, Robbie. Highly appreciated, Mr. Manan. Show my put. All right. Well, I are standing by. I am on Metro FM. Metro FM Talk. We'll take over.